0: Hi, this is Kev Legs Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat, and there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I am delighted to be having a catch-up chat with Kiki D. Kiki, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you.
0: How are you? I'm bearing up for an old person, but uh, we shan't go into <laughs> I that. <have> I <laughs> <laughs> Now, last time we spoke was a few years ago, and you just released the single Sidestepping with the Soul Man. Now,
1: that is a few years ago. It's
0: five years, mm. like six years ago, I think, or maybe more, I don't know. Mm. And uh, you toured and performed numerous times since then. But obviously, the past couple of years has been, well, a hindrance, should we say, for want of a better phrase. What did you do That's during right. that, uh, that time? Did you, like so many other people, learn a new skill?
1: Well, actually, um, I haven't learned a new skill. I mean, I did take up French and I'm quite enjoying it, but I haven't used it on people. But it's good for my brain, you know. Right. So I did that. And also, we were Carmelo and I, my music partner. We were very lucky because we had a studio, and when uh, we were just about to start recording an album, when the pandemic started, so we were very fortunate, you know, very grateful that we could keep ourselves busy. And it was, it was, you know, a tough time for everybody, and some more than others, I think.
0: The reason I asked whether you'd learned a new skill, last time I saw you, which was in Stafford, in a a rehearsal room, and you were playing harmonica, and you said you were learning the harmonica at the time. Did I? Yes. That must
1: have lasted about ten minutes, (laughs)
0: actually. I think you played harmonica on one track, and you said, I'm going to learn this, and I think that's as far as it got.
1: I think I was hopeful, put it that way. (laughs) The trouble is, my music partner, Carmelo, is so multi-talented. He plays everything, you know. So, you know, I didn't kind of bother, really. I I had other things to do, Kev.
0: Right, right. (laughs) Uh, Well, talking of Carmelo, I mean, how long is it now that you've been together? 25 years or something?
1: It's over, actually. It's it's, it's over 25, just over. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, we we started working together through a mutual friend in the music business and we stuck with it and uh, we're enjoying it. Um, We do it on our own terms and we've developed, I like to think we've developed as the years have gone by and uh, we're actually doing an American tour this year uh, later in the year, which is the first time we've ever done that in America. So we're quite excited and so things are good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the tracks, well, the couple of tracks I'll be playing is from the album Almost Naked. Was that the first album that you released with Carmelo?
1: It was, yeah, way back in the mid-90s. We've actually done another live album since then, you know, four or five years ago. And um, we've we've done four studio albums. We haven't made a lot of albums, but we're quite particular. You know, we like to make a body of work, if you like, in the old-fashioned way. And... um, the new album is no exception so yeah that's what we've been up to
0: um we've touched on this before when we last spoke there were some covers on that album and you do them in your performances but you take a song and put your own little twist on it make it a very unique version don't you we
1: do you know we we like to we try out a lot of songs uh cover songs um and lots of them don't work and then Some Stick, you know, like Running Up That Hill, the Keggera song, are Stuck. And um, Let It Be Me, the Every Brothers song. So it's great fun. And, you know, it's nice to give uh, a song uh, a new interpretation. In fact, we, um, we, we do a, uh, an interpretation of Don't Go Breaking My Heart, which uh, lots of people have heard, lots haven't. But we've been doing that for many years. And it's a slowed down version that I think, um, you know, which covers that really, because... It would be pretty impossible to do it as a duo, you know, in our show, because it, it just wouldn't work in that sense, because we are a semi-acoustic show.
0: Yeah, and as you say, Carmelo is a multi-talented musician, but he is. when he's playing it's so intense, you can see the concentration on his face, but his, his fingers are sometimes a blur. Yeah, he's,
1: uh, he's, he's Italian, of course, and uh, born in the UK, but quite a passionate musician, and... Um, you know, he that goes into his music, and uh, yeah, he's a very versatile player. And he he uses uh, loop pedals, which uh, you know Ed Sheeran uses. I mean, he's been using them a lot longer than Ed Sheeran. You know, so you can actually play a little bit of guitar, and then we play it back to yourself, and then play along with it. So it thickens up your sound and it spreads it out a little bit. Without you know, we never use a backing track. So you know, but we do use what they call a loop station.
0: A thought crossed my mind earlier when you said that you were learning French. If I remember correctly, Carmelo first saw you in France when you were performing Amaroos. Is that right?
1: Well, actually, no, you've got that slightly wrong because we performed it in France when I had a hit record with the original writer, Véronique Saint-Saëns, French singer, songwriter. But the interesting thing is it's a story Carmelo tells on stage. When he was 15 uh, and just starting to play guitar, You know, he had a cheap little guitar that he was making his fingers bleed, bless him. Mm. And he went to a TV studio uh, on a school trip, and I was singing (laughs) Amara, which is quite extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. And so down the line, a long way down the line, we ended up working together, so it's rather amazing. Yeah.
0: Uh, You mentioned Don't Go Breaking My Heart, and since we last spoke, the film Rocket Man came out. Have you seen that?
1: I have, yeah, I saw it a while back.
0: Do you think that's uh, a fair interpretation of Elton?
1: Well, for me, it's it's more of a musical, uh, a fantasy musical about Elton, which I should imagine will hit the stage at some point. Mm. Uh, but you know, there's parts of it that you know, obviously because I was there, the, you know, they're slightly more theatrical than they were at the time, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, and I certainly didn't wear the pink Dunbarys in the studio when I sang Dover Breaking My Heart. But, you know, it's 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 um it's done very well. And I hear the book that he put out was very good. And uh, I wish him well with whatever he does, you know.
0: Yeah, well, Elton's doing his Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. And I was just wondering whether you might make a guest appearance at any
1: of those? Well, never say never, Uh you know, you never know because I am going to America this year. Yeah, although it's not not exactly at the same time, but um, you never know. Mm. Maybe, but I, you know, I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't be able to speculate at this point. No, 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 no. Uh, another thing we spoke about last time, and again, you said never say never, was acting. You did a bit of acting years ago, particularly Blood Brothers. You were very fond of that one.
1: Yeah, I did it. Blood Brothers uh, and, uh, in the late 80s, and uh, it came at a good time. Uh, I needed to do something fresh and new, and working with a team of actors was, was a real change for me. Um, I've never really um, taken the acting further. I feel that stage acting is very different to camera acting, and you know, so I have to learn a whole new skill. You know, it took me a while to learn the skill of acting on stage with a script and singing the songs. But I think it's a very different craft, if you like, uh, to be an actual actor. And I have a great deal of respect for people who do act. So, um, yeah, it's not something that I pursued.
0: Well, I was talking to Paul Jones a few weeks ago, and uh, he did a bit of acting. And I asked him whether he was approached or whether it was something that he wanted to do. The same question for you: Were you approached, or was it something you wanted to do?
1: funnily enough, I was approached on both occasions. And the first musical that I did six months was with Paul. It was called Pump Boys and dinettes Oh, It was a take on Amer- an American diner and the guys who worked in the garage and which was next door to the diner. So it was a musical, and I know that Paul's from quite a lot of theatre and a very multi-talented guy. I think he'd done quite a bit before that as well. That was 84, so, yeah, it's incredible.
0: Yeah, and the tour that you're doing at the moment, I mean, obviously, you must be thrilled to be back out again.
1: We're really enjoying it, because we're what I call match fit now. We've been playing all, you know, most of this year, you know, maybe a couple of shows a week, and it's not been intense, but that's enough for me at this point in my life. And, uh, you know, we do put a lot into the show. It's a two-hour show. We do two one-hour sets with a, with a, an interval. So, yeah, but it's been really, really fun. And uh, the travelling's hard work, actually. It's all the stuff around the actual performances that ties you out, I on not
0: Well, we've said this many, many a time. People see you on stage and see the glamour, but they don't see all the looking the equipment about and packing down <laughs> afterwards
1: yes we are we are very down to earth you know we uh but you know there's a certain freedom in that there's a certain freedom in not chasing um huge huge success, you know but you you do have the artistic freedom to do what you want to do and uh, we seem to have found a big place to work with any if that makes sense
0: when you do perform it's always you say it's just the two of you and every time i've seen you it's always been a very small intimate venue is that how you prefer it?
1: Yeah, I mean, the most we would play probably is 250 before it starts to feel um, a little bit too big. I and mean, Billy Connolly never used to like to play uh, to more than 1,500 people because he couldn't, what he called, round people in. Mm. And because it is quite an intimate show. Having said that, we have played the Albert Hall, you know, we did... Uh, couple of, couple of performances there not a whole show but guest spots yeah and that that's 5000 people so it is possible but we tend to play 200 250 that's a, that's our you know our favorite amount of people
0: and you say you've got a, a new album out now are these songs yes. that were going to be recorded prior to the pandemic or you've recorded them during the pandemic
1: we've actually just finished writing our songs and then the pandemic hit so we went into the studio and spent a lot of time doing that. Which was great for us. And um, yeah, that's how it panned out.
0: Mm. Are there any covers on this album? Or is that purely for the live performances?
1: Not on this album. We sometimes do cover songs, but, but on this song on this album we've written everything, uh, and the title is The Long Ride Home. It's, quite, it's got a kind of the album's got a country blues. Kind of female feel about it, mm. and uh, we're very pleased with it, and we're enjoying doing some songs from it.
0: Is there a song that you haven't covered that you would like to cover?
1: Well, I'm sure there's loads, but you know, there's so many that, I w- off the top of my head, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really be able to come up with one. Mm. Um, but like I to say, we do try out things in our show and with our lineup, and I play a little bit of keyboards. And Carmella plays all the guitars, etc. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always messing around, and experimenting with things. Uh, as I said, some things stick and remain in the show, and others, you know, they just kind of fade out.
0: And the last time we spoke, you'd just done um, a collaboration with Eddie Reader.
1: That's right. That was on the last studio album, and we did a, an American song we found. And um, she's wonderful, Eddie. She's such a great musician and again loves her work and uh you know she'd sing all night she came to stay with me once and uh, i you know when we were recording that track and i i was i wanted to go to sleep i wanted to go to bed mm-hmm. and uh you know to get some rest for the session the next day and she would have she would have played guitar all night long you know I, I said look eddie i'm going to bed you stay here and play guitar but i'm <laughs> going to sleep <laughs> <laughs> so that was quite funny.
0: So, would you do an, another collaboration either with Eddie or somebody else in the future?
1: Yeah, I'm always thinking about things like that. Um, in fact, there was a there is a song on the album, a ballad, which I I could have was imagining singing with uh, William Elford, enough. Oh, right uh, But it never actually materialised because we got busy, and um, you know, it sounded. Okay, with just me singing it, so we we never a- actually pursued it. And he's a mega star, so it might have been difficult to to pull that one off. So,
0: well, but yeah,
1: there's always great voices out there. That you, that you, and and also Robert Plant, we've done a couple of gigs with him in the last three or year, four years, um, where his band, Saving Grace. Uh, in fact, when they first started, he he asked uh, if we if he could support us, which we thought it was April Fool's Day. You know, <laughs> Robert Plant, yes. But he did. Uh, we did that uh, gig with him, and very gracious man. And I love his. He's very forward-looking as a musician, and uh, I love that.
0: When you go over to America, are the dates and venues already booked in? Do you know where you're well, going? Well, it's
1: all very. It's all very kind of early days, so I don't really have a lot of detail at the moment. Um, right. But uh, it's going to materialise over the next, you know, three or four weeks. Uh, But it will be great to to go there because, you know, I did have some amazing times, as you know, with Elton in the 70s Mm. and a couple of hit records. So it will be fantastic to go back and uh, do something else there.
0: Because I'm just thinking I've been over a couple of times myself and the places I like are Memphis and Nashville and places like that, they've got that musical history. Yeah. And Nashville in particular, with it being Music City, if you wanted to hook up with someone, that's the place to do it.
1: That's right. Yeah, you never know while we're over there. Um, And our our album is quite, it has got a slightly American feel to it. So who knows?
0: Who knows, indeed.
1: We'll just keep enjoying our music in the meantime and see what happens, you know?
0: Yeah. And like I say, you're on tour at the moment and you're going to be appearing at the New Vic Theatre in newcastle Underline on the 15th. I shall be there uh, cheering oh, lovely. you along. Thank um, you very much.
1: Please, Kev, please come
0: and say hi. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, thank you for taking the time out to have this little chat and we must do it again.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Kev.
0: Thank you. No problem.